This is a strange time to be graduating, whether it's from high school or college or any of that. And I've been thinking about that quite a bit lately because of my own weird experience with my high school graduation. And Anchor asked if we podcasters would like to record kind of a commencement, a uh, message to those who are graduating right now. And that's what I'm going to do. Because things may seem bleak, but I think this generation, more than any other in a very long time, has a wonderful opportunity ahead of them. And I want to talk about that on this episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and today I would like to deliver a message for the class of 2020. And whether you're graduating from something this year or not, hopefully there will be something in this for all of you. All right, so let's just get to it, shall we? Graduation is a weird thing. It is a weird construct that we humans have put on things. It is a celebration of having finished an arbitrarily defined series of events, and it marks a change in our status. Not really a valid change. I mean, there are going to be companies that really do care whether or not you have a diploma, and the higher you go in your education, the more important that diploma may be for your future job prospects. But the line that gets drawn in the sand between your childhood and your adulthood, which graduation marks, is a hard one for most of us. You see, I didn't care about my graduation. I, I really didn't. It, it didn't matter to me. I spent most of my senior year in a fight with the school. And when it came time for me to graduate, I didn't even want to go to the ceremony. But I am the fourth of four kids and the only one of the four kids to have graduated high school. And so I knew how much it meant to my parents. <laughs> so I donned my red cap and gown and I went. And it 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 was fine. It was fine. We had a dinner together afterwards. I went out with my friends and we hung out. It, in a lot of ways, was very indistinct from any other day in my life, other than the fact that I sat in an auditorium, I walked, and was handed a sheet of paper by somebody who told me that I am literally human scum. Yeah, I, I, I loved my principal that year. <laughs> but yeah, that was my experience of graduation. But over the years, I've really thought about it. I've thought about it a lot because that was one of the last times I saw most of my friends. For reasons that I don't want to get into, we all, for the most part, scattered to the winds after that. 
Some of us went on to college here, there, and yonder around the country. Some of us went on epic adventures in Alaska and on the road. Others didn't last too long. But the one thing that I got out of my graduation, looking back at it, is the memories. It's a capstone on that time together. Those friends that I don't have anymore. Those relationships that frayed in the era before social media, where we could have stayed in contact with each other via text message or Facebook or Instagram. But more than that, it was an opportunity. You see, this is one of the last times in your life, unless you go to college and have another graduation ceremony, where you are granted a fresh start. You're told on this day that you're graduating that your life can now begin. Well, that, that's crazy, and those of us who have gone through it and have any self reflection at all, know that our life began long before this. We started making choices and decisions, and some of us planned our trajectories out, and whether or not we actually ended up where we wanted to go or not, we, we had been making those decisions all along. But society has granted us this one special day to tell us that we are now adults, we are now part of the labor force, and that we have a chance to make something of ourselves. And in some ways, I'm rather envious of this generation. I'm envious of the class of 2020 because more than any generation before you, for a very long time, you will have a chance to change your world for the better that none of us have had. You see, things may look dark right now, and things may look grim, and everything may feel so confused and chaotic, but it's in times of great social upheaval like this that great changes happen. If it wasn't for the Vietnam War, we wouldn't have had the 60s. If it wasn't for the First World War and the Depression, we wouldn't have the social safety net that we do in our country. You see, it takes great shakeups to change the world. People have to be ready to look for something different, to do something different, to try something different. You are going out into the world when everything is up for grabs. What will the future look like? And you have the ability to change that future. You have the ability through your voice, through your protest, through your vote to change our world for the better. You can do whatever you set your mind to now more than ever. And it's not going to be easy. I'm not looking at this with rose tinted glasses and I'm not encouraging you to do so either. But right now with everything shaken up, People are asking, what is the world going to look like after this? And you, you will be able to take part in shaping that if you will accept the challenge. Don't be like my generation. I'm a Gen Xer. 
we had high ideals. I remember, <laughs> I remember when I was in middle school, we staged a walkout because of the first Iraq war. We actually did a little march and everything. Yeah, we, we, we had ideals. We protested and had sit-ins until our cafeteria got rid of its styrofoam lunch trays. We had ideals, we had dreams, we had ambitions. And then, like most of the generations before us, we sold them out. We gave them up. Some of us still hold on to them and cling to those ideals and work tirelessly to try to bring them about. But many of us took that job that kind of eroded our uh, concerns. We started families and started caring about things other than making the world better. But we had an uphill fight. Everything was going relatively well, at least when I graduated high school in 1995. The world was opening up. This brand new thing called the internet was coming out and everyone was very excited about it. And we had a chance to change things. And we dreamed and we talked and we imagined, but we didn't do it. You see, we didn't register, we didn't vote, we didn't speak our minds. We didn't speak out, we didn't take action. We allowed terrible things to happen. We allowed terrible people to be put into office. We allowed terrible policies to be enforced. That doesn't mean we didn't fight. Some of us did, but those great ideals that we had disappeared in college and as we entered the workforce. And that's what I encourage you not to do. Hold on to those dreams, those ambitions, those ideals, not dogmatically, because all of us do need to change and grow as we get more information. No one is perfect and no solution is final. But don't give up on the world you want to change, especially now. You have the power to change everything for the better. Seize it. My generation and those older than me run this country because we turn out to vote, especially those older than me. Senior citizens turn out to vote in shockingly high margins. If you would organize, if you would come out, you could turn the tide and change our country forever. Impossible things are happening. Impossible things can get done. Right now, we need to rebuild everything. People need jobs. Imagine what we could do if we brought back the WPA and started putting in solar and wind everywhere and changed our economy to run off of renewable energy. Imagine if through this crisis, we were able to institute a UBI and actually bring support and help to people who needed it so that people had the basics covered, food, rent, clothing, and didn't have to worry from week to week whether or not they would go hungry. We can do that. 
We can come together now and change the world. People are looking for answers, but we know the questions. I see it. I, I go to conventions and sit down with the young folk, and I'm always amazed at how much I learn. See, I feel like being one of the older people there, that I'm there to teach, but I'm not. I'm there to learn. Because in my generation, we cared about LGBT rights and more the LGB part of that, if we're going to be honest and quite, quite seriously honest, just the L and the G. But I have seen the fire that's starting to get more people to care about trans rights, intersexed rights. I'm seeing more people starting to care about bi-representation, and it's amazing to me. You see, we get set in our ways, we get lost in our causes, and we get blinded to the victories and the losses and the changes in information. That's something that you're not. You're growing up in this wonderful world where you can see all of the changes happening around you. I remember cool summers. I remember snow here where I live. I remember a very different world. And because of that, it does make my heart want to hold on to what little I have. You don't have anything. And that is your secret superpower. You see, in my age, we've started a business. We have employees. And so we have debts and responsibilities, and that's blinding. And that's difficult to balance your interests and your ideals with what's best for your company, especially under the rules and the laws that hold us down. It's difficult for us to do a lot of the things that we want to do. And it's even harder because we have to worry about what people will think about us in the community. Because if we're too politically active, people won't come to our restaurant. So we have to be careful. We have to be cautious. You don't have any of those concerns. You don't have any of those cares. You don't have the anchors holding you down and preventing you from arguing for and fighting for real change. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it. The youth has always led the way. And whether it's in this period that we're in now, or 10 to 20 years from now, when you finally win, you will win. I see it from younger people every time I'm around them, that they understand compassion in a way that my generation never did. You understand climate change and the dangers that the world are, is in and facing in ways that we started to, but didn't really get. That sense of urgency that burns through you like fire. Use it. Don't lose your voice. I got distracted for 20 years in the minutiae, in the little things, in the silly, stupid little things. Don't do that. Be strong. Be proud. 
be united for the betterment of all humankind because you are the future. My generation and those who came before me may be in power now, but you will inherit the earth after us. It's not for us to dictate what kind of a world you will have. You need to rise up. You need to seize it. You need to be strong now more than ever. And I know that life feels overwhelming right now. But if I can be honest with you, even if there wasn't a global pandemic going on right now, you would feel overwhelmed. I know I did. When I was graduating, everything was going well. Like I said, it was 1995. Everything looked bright. Independence Day hadn't even come out in the theaters yet. Everything looked possible. And I lived in terror. See, my high school had sent my transcript to the wrong college. And so I got improved to go to a school that I had never heard of. And the school that I wanted to go to had never heard of me. And so all of my future plans, which I had meticulously laid out, were falling apart. Not to mention some other changes in my life that were starting to erode that optimistic path that I had set for myself. Graduation, even in the good times, was panic and terror and distraction upon distraction to keep from feeling it. And I'm not going to try to say that it was the same for me as it is for you. It's not. I had it relatively easy. But you, you have this amazing opportunity to change the world. Don't let it slip through your fingers. Don't let it slip past you. I know every generation tells the one coming after them that they can fix all of the things that we messed up. And you'd think at some point we would learn to stop messing up so the generations didn't have to clean up after us. And it sounds cliche, but I think this is a different time. I think this is something completely different. You are one of the first generations to completely grow up with the internet with that form of communication where you can talk to each other and you know how to form groups, you know how to organize, you know how to bring people together. That's a power that no other generation has had before. That is a superpower that if wielded well, will change the world and will bring about the changes that we so desperately need. So I know things look scary right now. I know things look dark. And it's unfair that you don't get to have the parties and the celebrations that other generations have and probably will at some point in the future. But you have the opportunity now to do amazing things. Do it. Reach out form those communities of change that will bring us into the future a vibrant and powerful people. United, no longer separated by ethnicity or gender or sexuality or any of the other 
weird things that we've come up with over the centuries to keep us apart. You can bring us together. You can, can, can change the world. No pressure. Because, well, if you don't, you're just like the rest of us. So don't feel pressure. But do your best. That's all we can ask of you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, down in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean. I would love to hear from you on the show. Normally, this is where I ask you to uh, join listener support or Patreon, and yeah, I still snuck it in, but it doesn't feel right to do that kind of a push right now, especially on an episode like this. So I'm just going to say congratulations to the class of 2020, whether you're graduating from high school or college or whatever it may be. May the world be open to you, and may you find your place in it, especially faster than I did. (laughs) So until next time, stay well, stay safe, and don't forget to have the fun. Bye.